Real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are Inside Froggy 92.9. Welcome Inside Froggy 92.9. Who's excited to be here on time? (laughs) Totally on time. Never late. That's your nickname, never late. Your boy, which is me, I'm your boy, is frequently late. And today I feel especially bad about it. I'm usually seven minutes late and I put that in the like... It's, acceptable zone. It's not frequent. It's habitual. There's yeah. an acceptable zone? Yeah. Explain oh, this yeah. acceptable zone. I mean, uh, you know, seven minutes, give or take. You were seven minutes late from when you said you were going yes. to be late. <laughs> so. Dana once called me three minutes before I was supposed to be at an event asking me where I was. What do you mean? Oh, because you weren't there on time? No, she was there. I was right down the street. Oh. You're supposed to be here at 10. I was like, it's 9.57. Events are a different I'm on my way. I make I was it. On I'm time. on time. I'm on time to events. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> this has been the roast of Dano. <laughs> yeah. So All right. I'm apologizing Dude, officially on the so... podcast for that. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Not that it affects the listenership because you're getting this episode right on time whenever you want it. Welcome inside the studio, Dano, Amber and Tanner in the morning, Jen, this is our inside look for you at what we do behind the scenes here at the station, what's going on in country music, what's happening in Sonoma County. We all share one story from our life from one of those three categories. And I thought we always come up with an interesting way to figure out who's going to tell their story first. I want to know today, what's your favorite song on Froggy 92.9 right now? I'll start. Okay, great. <laughs> well, everyone's everyone's looking up. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Thinking. I'm just trying to think. Blake Shelton, Minimum Wage. I love that song. It's, it's good. Good energy to it. He was sort of ragged on when he debuted it at New Year's Eve. People were like, that's so tone deaf. He's talking about minimum wage and he's a millionaire. Blake Shelton is so tone deaf. Is that I'll what they sounded like? That's what... When, <laughs> you read the tweets. Yeah, yeah. When you're prepping to cancel someone, that's the voice that yeah. you're making. I love the song. I think it's great. So yeah. that's that's what I'm liking. Blake Shelton, Minimum Wage. Mine is Laney Wilson. Laney Wilson. Things, Things are man, man on him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mine's Dixon, California's own John Party's Tequila Little Time. I had a feeling you were going to say that, so now I have to think of You, you can also say the same thing. No, you can well, repeat songs. I really do like that song, but I'm going to think of another one. And considering... I'm just gonna go with next girl. Carly Pierce. Pierce. Okay, cool. That's her best song she's ever released. I it, love it. Interesting choice for someone who's engaged. <laughs> you don't know my life. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go by alphabetical reverse of the song title. So I had minimum wage, next girl, tequila, little time, and what'd you say? Things. Things. So reverse. So T. T-E. Tequila Lime. Ah. Little Time. Tequila Little Time. You'll go first, Tim. I'm impressed by your organization of the alphabet in your brain to do that that quick, because that would have taken me at least 10 minutes to figure out. (laughs) Tanner would have had to leave, go get a pen and a piece of paper, write it out. I would have gone to the whiteboard in the corner where nobody can see except for the four of us. It would have been a whole thing. This is the work I'm able to do when I'm late. (laughs) (laughs) I would have just had a brain aneurysm. That's what I'm doing. I would just, yeah. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Tanner, up first, what's your story? I'm starting to realize that I should probably start taking things with me to work more often. Things that will take care of my health. Things like Tylenol. Things like, I don't know, vitamins. Things like eye drops. So my allergies are absolutely berserk and bonkers right now. I don't know if it's just my wave of Sonoma County allergens or what's happening. But I came back into the office and Amber looked at me and she goes, she was looking at me close and goes, are you high? <laughs> <laughs> well, you also like look like this. You're like, 
Well, no one can see me, but basically Tanner was like leaned back in his chair, like staring off into space, and his mouth was agape. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a mouth breather. <laughs> He's single, ladies. <laughs> That's the only way you can breathe, though, right? <laughs> Apparently, I guess at so. this point in time, yeah. Yeah, with allergies, like so, I came back and like I've just been going crazy in my eyes, and I know that's the last thing you're supposed to do. But, uh, you know, it's just another one of those 5,000 times where I rely on Amber and be like, Hey, Amber, do you have any eye drops? <laughs> <laughs> or, Hey, Amber, do you have a Band-Aid? <laughs> Yesterday, he's like, I need a stone so bad. So we were, like, gathering all our change. And I'm like, Tanner's mom, basically. A soda? Yeah. He needed a soda. Yeah, I wanted a soda, but I didn't have a dollar. So I went in my car, dug out some dimes, and I was like, does anybody have change? Here's the hint, okay? Look under the vending machine. Under? There's money under there. I don't know if I want to go under there. There's even a yeah. quarter. There's even a quarter that got, like, <laughs> the baseboard put over it. Like, you know, see that plastic running on the baseboard yeah. there? There's hidden inside one of those is a quarter that I've never been able to get. You tried. (laughs) Well, I know what we're doing after the podcast. (laughs) I'm the unofficial stuck vending machine guy here at the company. Mm -hmm. I know how to get it out. Does, do people like knock on your door and they're like, hey, Dano. Yeah. Back when we had an office that people were in. (laughs) And it's always terrifying because my office backs up to the kitchen. So it just sounds like someone died. Yeah. So I'm always like running out and I'm like, oh. Okay, something got stuck in the vending <laughs> But I have to check, because like, what if someone's reaching for something in the top cabinet and they fell? Or the vending machine fell on exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't terrible. happened yet. So, Dana, what are your tips and tricks for... Dana's going to kill someone later with a vending machine. <laughs> he said yet. Froggy radio host arrested for vending machine. Uh, Wait, how would I even make that happen? Please stand here. And then let me get on the other side of it and between the window. <laughs> Don't worry. I, oh. I imagine you cross. Wait, you go. You go I got you go. it. I got okay, it. Okay. Ready? Dan was like, I think there's like a golden ticket in the vending machine or something. I think we're trying to go to Charlie's Chocolate Factory right now. Do you now. take requests? Yeah. And they're like, holy crap, Dano. I think there's actually a golden ticket inside the vending machine. At that point, you slide behind the vending machine, unplug it, and just kick her over. Boom. Why her? I was talking about the vending machine. Oh. <laughs> Apparently he's got my victim line. in line. <laughs> I imagine you like, has anyone seen The Conjuring? Like you're crouched on top of the vending machine like she is on the wardrobe. No one's seen The Conjuring? <laughs> no, but, but I But you're guess. up there and you're like, hee Like a Spider-Man. And you're waiting for somebody to come and you just like tip it over and then you jump over them and then there's like a whole process. Would definitely be seen on top of this, by the way. I don't even think I could get on top of it. Especially because our ceilings are kind of low in, in that part I of the building. You can get up there. We're getting off track with this yeah. alleged attempted murder. I like it. Jen has like a better one, clearly, because she watches all the murder shows. I just I'm waiting for this to turn into a dateline episode. <laughs> so basically what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, what are we talking about? Is that it's funny how sometimes you'll just rely on other people to take care of your medical business mm. and so now <laughs> I think I have this duffel bag that I've been bringing with me to work with the intent to bring things like eye drops to bring things like deodorant and stuff like that and why are you looking at me like that deodorant you never know when you not, might need a splash on some yeah, deodorant I have all of that here yeah okay I guess that's I, why I had eye drops I guess Amber's the inspiration for this because she has like all the stuff all the time mm-hmm. it's like if I was stuck in the apocalypse I would like to be with Amber because she has all the resources. Mm -hmm. She has the medical pack. See, I'm the person in the building that has all the random stuff. It's like, man, I really need a brick. I have a brick in my office. (laughs) I usually go and ask Jen if I don't have it. Or Karma. Do do we have any orange cones? I got a set of mini ones. Here you go. (laughs) Why do you have those? I don't remember, but they have come in handy during construction in this building. (laughs) I have a drawer in my desk that's just like my, I consider it like my little, like, I don't know, travel pack. Yeah. And it's just got a little bit of Advil. It's got a little bit of hair gel. It's got a little bit of deodorant. It's got... Yeah. Wow, I was just dogging you for deodorant. I yeah. I just realized that I How dare you dog me for my deodorant? A comb. It's got a razor. It's got, I mean, See, like. You this... never know when Elizabeth Banks is going to be like, I need That's to true. come and be interviewed on Froggy. And Dano is the man to do it. Yeah. 
need that comb, that's or else my, she will never that's let That's my celebrity crush. And uh, he, Tanner I, Wynn bought a comb from Rite Aid the other day, <laughs> and he combed his hair in the office for like 30 minutes. <laughs> all right, Marsha Brady. <laughs> we were all on the phone, and he was combing his hair while we were on the phone. I was like... I was just real excited, all right? The hell are you doing? <laughs> his first comb, Amber. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember my first comb. Don't deny this, man. So now you have the work comb. Wait, unless you took it home. I accidentally left it in my car. <laughs> That's always That's what okay. happens. But your it's car's at Christmas least here. Cool. Yeah, you at have least. To drive home. At least I think it's here. You're ridiculous. <laughs> so are you going to continue with this bag vehicle, or are you just going to let it live in your desk? That's the question. What would you suggest? I think you should get, like, like you would have, like, a go. Like, I have a go bag that, like, toothpaste, toothbrushes, shampoo, conditioner, all that stuff lives in. So I don't have to pack it when I go out of town. Mm. So like when we're if we're gonna go to Vegas or we're gonna go to Tahoe, it's like cool. That's a lot of stuff I don't have to pack because exactly. it's it's got you know body wash, floss. I always have eye drops in my purse, but AR fifteen, yeah, ammo, you know, a book. <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. I'll go on a trip and I'll be like, well. I think I brought deodorant. <laughs> like, I'm that guy who, like, has to go to Rite Aid. There's a and theme here. Yeah. Wait, you, you went to your friends and you forgot it and you asked for his and he didn't have any. And I was uh-huh. like, ew, you guys are just stinky <laughs> men for, like, the weekend. Yeah. Stinky, stinky non-deodorant men. <laughs> He's single. <laughs> lady. I'm really starting to become more appealing the more this podcast today rolls on. You just need to grow a mullet and wear, like, cut off flannel shirts. Oh, boy. You're every Sonoma County girl's dream. Mm. Amber's making a face. Dano's <laughs> making a face. Jen's making a face. <laughs> I, mean, I would strongly advocate for you keeping that stuff at the office. I feel like if, yes. you, I feel like if it's in the bag, one of these days you're going to forget the bag. Yeah. So That's I, the bag, by the way. It's over there. It's a pretty... You've got, you've got the bag here? Yeah. Show me the it's bag. It's a duffel bag. He needs a tiny bag. Yeah, you need just like a travel bag. You yeah. can get one at, like, Ulta. Check this bad boy out. Oh, no. This thing's badass. He also tried to use it as a book bag okay. the other day. This is... <laughs> Inherited from a 97-year-old family member? <laughs> We've got a, <laughs> like, size of a Dell computer leather It has a bag. It's with a lots sa- of stains on it. It's a satchel, really. It's kind of musty. This is... Does it smell? No. Okay. <laughs> it's it's similar to the size like that you see your mail carrier in their satchel. It's that big. I was going to say, do it's you big. remember the Seinfeld episode where Kramer's yes. betting on flights at the airport? Yes. And then Newman has to come down yes. with the that valuable mail bag? That's what this is. I think it's a badass bag. Oh, Hater's wow. going to hate. Wow. Hater's going to hate. standing it for it. I am standing by the... I have had that bag, I think, since I was 17. Which wasn't that long ago. The in bag the is fine. I'm he not got it a last problem with the bag. when he was 17. I don't have a problem with the bag, but so I, think last year. I think it's too big and cumbersome for you to use every day. Because I had a backpack for a while. You need a briefcase. A brief? Okay, look at me. Do I look like someone that would carry around a briefcase? Like, like, a, like a cool like his, like a laptop bag. He has a laptop bag. Oh, that's true. Hipper. But then where will all my... Hipper. <laughs> We're not talking my cousin Vinny leather briefcase. You and that bag. Are you going to bring that bag to Country Summer? Um, he did. I did. Yeah, I did. You are <laughs> C-blocking yourself. <laughs> With that bag. <laughs> the bag's not that bad. Dan, that's the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs> okay. Poor Tanner. Tanner. I need the ladies' Tanner. advice in the Tanner, room. Tanner, here's the deal. This weekend or one day this week, you and I are going to go get a little bag and we're going to go to the mini travel section of everything and we're going to fill it. And then it's going to live here. Mm -hmm. Slow clap. We're not going to make you rely on Amber Mm. for this. I'm going to be that one. (laughs) She's guiding you. I mean, I started this not expecting to get my bag attacked. (laughs) I love that bag. That's okay. It's a good bag. It's no, a no great one, bag. Wait, no one has a problem with the bag. I feel I like don't you, think you should bring it to work. Damn. I feel like it's like scenario, an overnight bag. Like the scenario where you're using it is just not going to be conducive to you using it frequently. What's in there right now? My bag? Yeah. Uh, 
Mostly empty jeweled cartridges. <laughs> Wait, what? Can't be safe. Yeah, I can't, can't be safe. I, no. Yeah. Let's see. What's in the well, bag? That's not bad. Well, typically it's my laptop. I have a PG&E service report. Oh my god. From what? 1984. I have a what cat toy. <laughs> I have a lint roller. What's Do I this? have to video this? I have a paycheck. Oh my god. Dog. And empty jewel containers. That's and empty jewel containers. <laughs> This is supposed to be your health bag. What is, this is not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's in here? I think this is done, actually. Yeah, there's nothing in here. Yeah, that's about it. Is yeah. the comb even in the bag? No, it's, it's in, in my car. car. Oh my God. Yeah, God, listen, Jano. <laughs> Which reminds me, I actually need to call PG&E. So that's a good reminder. Thank God we went through the bag. Yeah. It's like the big comfy couch. Just keeps pulling yeah. stuff out there. Next thing you know, it's gonna be a rubber chicken. And yeah. Like... So what I'm trying to say is that I'm your stereotypical 20s yeah. guy. Yeah. And I think I need to get it together a little yeah. bit. I will help. Yeah. Thank you. Get you a drawer. Drawer. And then you can use that bag when you take magical trips to the coast with your girlfriend. Ooh. The, <laughs> the thought of Whatever me having mean. a girlfriend right now, like, is hilarious to me. I'm just, I feel like... You just listed off so many endearing qualities. Yeah, I know. You don't have deodorant? You got your first comb? I'm quite yeah. a catch, really. <laughs> hey, let's take a step back, though, because we're talking to Froggy 92.9 audience right now, and Tanner's shirt is on the point. Oh, yes. Tanner's t-shirt is a vintage Garth Brooks... What does that say at the bottom there? I don't know. Fresh... Horses. Fresh Horses? Is that an album? All I want to say is the number one thing women are looking for is another another man to take care of because they just want to be a mom. I feel like that was the problem of my last relationship. I'm being extremely sarcastic. (laughs) I I was like, I don't think because I was taken a little too care of in my last relationship. Amber brought up the other day, she was like, she used to like bring you breakfast every day. Everyone's really awkward, and I promise I'm okay. It's okay to make jokes. Yeah, Tanner, Tanner's okay. I've made enough jokes at yeah, Tanner's I think expense so. today. I think, we've, I think we've maxed out. All right. Well, we do this all day. Yeah, we Amber and I can This do started as the roast of Dan, and yeah. then this has moved to Tanner. Yeah, I accept it. Guys, we're getting put on blast this podcast. You're next, Jen. Bring it on. Things a man ought to know, Lainey Wilson. <clears throat> that was the song you'd like on Froggy 92.9 right now. Yes, I, I really like her voice, and I'm glad that we were playing that song, because it is a great song. She's one of, and catch me if I'm wrong, other than Tim McGraw, I think Lainey Wilson might be the only other artist from Louisiana. Anybody else from Louisiana? I couldn't think of anybody. I'll Google it. Country artist from Louisiana. It's Tim McGraw. He's born there. He wasn't... Probably raised. somebody spicy. Don't believe he was raised there, but Is he was this, born there. Oh, I want to say Jana Kramer might be from there, but I'm not entirely sure. Hmm. I don't, don't want to get uh, off track. Hank Williams Jr., Trace Adkins. Hi, Hayes! Uh, Kix Brooks. Okay, I lose. That's a ton of people. I want to change my song. Can I? What song? Blame it on you, Jason Aldean. Sure. It's in my head constantly. Okay. We can still go in the same order, but that's my new song. Sorry, Jen, back to you. Well, I've talked about this <laughs> on the podcast before. I have put an offer on a house. So we're still early in the process. The offer has been accepted, so we're just going through the process of getting the place inspected and make sure everything is <clears throat> Gucci. And it is equal parts exciting and terrifying mm-hmm. because it's a it's a situation where you know the big girl pants have to come on and you got to make adult 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 decisions. But I'm super excited. I'm going back to Roner Park. Wow. Hey, the queen of Roner Park returns. <laughs> the nine four nine two eight. Better get ready. Better get ready. I'm back. If everything goes smoothly, we get the keys next month. <gasps> wow. And. Uh, We's be moving. 
what is some of the big girl decisions? Can you give me one, like a moment where you're like, wow, this is real? Well, you know, going to the bank and getting a big old check <laughs> for a down payment. But I mean... Cashier's check? Yep. And then you're holding it in your hand? And then you're driving across town with it and you want to Still vomit? Still holding it in the car? <laughs> Don't lose it, you know? You're like, my whole life is in my hands right now. <laughs> and, you know, to just... There's so, so many paper, so, so many things you have to sign... And, you know, you have to have these inspections and then you have to, uh, you know, I have to take this eight hour online loan class, which is like, I haven't been in school for 15 years. I got to use my brain. Like, that's hard. Just things like that. And then, you know, we, there are a couple things that will need to get fixed and like planning for that. Little, very little things, but, you know, they still need to get done. And then it's okay, like, I can't just be on my butt watching Murder, She Wrote this weekend. I should probably pack some things. Mm -hmm. And then you also want to declutter your life when you move. So, like, going through the process of, okay, like, what can I get rid of? Because we got rid of a ton of stuff when we moved into where we lived about two and a half years ago. Fun fact, I've accumulated more. (laughs) (laughs) So... You know, just going through that process and, you know, it's also yeah. just like, a, it's a it's a big deal. And so it's just a little, Huge. it's, you know, it's living <clears throat> in my head and it's a little stressful, but it's also really exciting. So, yeah, that's that's my update. I, I'm wow. making a big adult decision. I think it's, I think it's a good indicator, too, to people listening in Sonoma County that it's not, we're not going to sit here and talk numbers, but... No one at this table is a millionaire. No, 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 no. And I thought you were. I knew. I am for a ton of them. (laughs) (laughs) That was courtesy of Donald Trump. (laughs) I did get some help from my family. Still not a ton. And I think it it is your story is an indicator that it's not impossible in Sonoma County to buy a house. It's not as easy as it should be. It should be a lot more doable, but there is a mentality that it's just absolutely like unattainable, totally unattainable. Billionaire status is pretty much unattainable for most people in Sonoma County, right? But owning a home, buying one home, not the nicest home, not a million dollar home, but like buying a home. There are homes in Sonoma County that are less than a million dollars. And so it takes a ton of work. It takes saving. It takes having a job. And it takes a lot of things to go right for you. But it's not impossible. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, we made this decision and we very quickly decided, you know, every extra penny is going into savings. Like there's no extras, which is kind of worked out for us because there's nothing extra to do really right now. So it's like we haven't been spending money going out to eat once or twice a month you know so there's no concerts that i have been to so you know there's already been like money that we've been kind of just putting aside just to beef up the savings but now once we made this decision that this is a possibility i mean we were putting pretty decent chunks into the savings and it's impressive on how much it accumulated we also did have the stimulus checks which mm-hmm. helped we did use that to, we kind of like made the decision to use like you know, a third of that let's pay off this credit card but the rest of it's going into savings because we want to buy a house yeah. so it's definitely doable and finding people to work with is really important we are so lucky our realtor is someone that katie my wife has known for forever and we went to high school with him and he's understanding with me shout out to cody because i love you thank you what's full uh, name full name cody full gatton cody gatton cody gatton he was really patient with me being picky you know understanding that we don't have to put an offer on something if we're not super into it and we were like really into this one place and i pulled out la- not last minute but like i i just was like there's too many red flags for me and he was super like that good like i'm glad you made that decision because if it's not right for you i don't want you to get yourself into that so it's been really nice to have someone that i trust Mm -hmm. and that my wife trusts and there are so many great people in this community that work as realtors so Mm -hmm. we were actually really lucky in that aspect like these are really good people so that's exciting for me that's That's, awesome that's my congratulations i think it's it's about one thing that helped for my wife and i was that we kind of were like 
fooling around with it for a while. Like, hey, well, we will, we won't, we will, we won't. We sat down and we made a plan. I mean, I literally, it's one of my PowerPoint presentations oh, for her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we, we, I, I looked at, okay, what do we make? What's our debt situation? What's, what do we what do we want then what's available and how much does it cost and what do we need to do to get there and is that okay that's not possible so then let's readjust and let's if you start going through that exercise and doing that it changes how you how you're thinking about it because then you're like oh i just need to get to step a b and you know b c and d to get to the goal versus like you know again i just i think there are so many people who are in, in sonoma county who just do feel crushed by this idea of never being able to buy a home and if you don't plot it out like that, it can be, I felt it myself, it can just be consuming. And then especially when your rent adjusts and stuff like that, I mean, you guys are experiencing that now. It sucks. It's like, oh, like, yeah. guess what? I want $200 more a month. I need it. Yeah. I need it for my investments. I don't know why. Yeah, I think don't they worry. started putting caps on rent now where they can't Thank God. raise your, well, they did it for my place. That's good. It seems like rent has already gone up since we've lived here. I mean, we've lived here for two years now. Like, we have our bearings here in Sonoma County. But, you know, I'm when I first moved here, I lived by myself. Mm. I shared a space with my partner at the time for a while. Then, you know, I'm into this new space now. And the rent was so much more expensive than my first place here. Also, shout out to Dana, who found my first place no, for thanks. me. And so I was and like... And you almost died. And oh, how could we forget <laughs> the good old... <laughs> Carbon monoxide leak. Yep. <laughs> great times. Great, great choice, Dano. Uh, <laughs> and so, and like the price already like skyrocketed from there. So it's, I don't think it can go up much yeah. more any, because like the place I got was considered a steal. If you go to Wyoming, they'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah, right. We also live in Sonoma County, where it's gorgeous outside mm -hmm. every day. So, and everyone's moving here from the city. Well, congratulations, Jen. Thank you. That is really exciting, I'm and excited. I'm super happy for you guys, and proud of you for doing something like that. That's a big accomplishment. Like, like Dana was saying, it's hard to like save and be like, don't spend this money because we want a house. This is our goal in life. And right. You guys did it. Thank That's you. Pretty awesome. <laughs> okay, so Amber changed her song to Blame It On You, so that's a B. So I'm in at minimum wage, Blake Shelton. And my story has to do with what's in my hand, and I have just slammed a big water bottle on the table because I'm one of those water bottle guys now because I'm on a food plan now. One of those people. What did you drink out of before the mug? You know, people who are like working out and on the food plan, they like are always walking around with their freaking water bottle, like or their gallon of water around. Yeah, yeah they're It reminds me in high school, all the baseball players, it was like a thing to like empty out a, too, yeah. a milk jug. And I then thought that was normal. Like, I always have There's, water. You have you have a reasonably sized. These the, we, Tanner's talking about literally like a, a gallon. gallon milk jug because you're basically trying to be like. Oh, yeah. Look at how much. Oh, you want to know why I'm carrying around this milk jug? It's because I'm an athlete. <laughs> have you seen the hydro jugs? No. Those things that have like the sleeves on it and like the, it's like a purse basically. It has oh, yeah. a strap on it. That's <laughs> elaborate. Wow. <laughs> anyway, you should get one of those. <laughs> They're cool. Sponsor us hydro jug. As I drink some water. I know, it makes me want to drink. Doesn't it? It's like a... Like a sneeze, yeah, or a, a cough, or a yawn, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is just my prop to start talking about. So the story is, is I, I screwed up my foot, which I've told everyone about, and it's gotten a lot better. And one of the people who helped me get better was my uh, physical therapist. His name is Josh Medonic at Base Camp Physical Therapy in Petaluma. He's incredible. It'll change your life if you're having pain. Check him out. But I said to him, I said, you know, I'm really, I am trying to. The running and the working out and stuff like that. I'm I really wanna I wanna get in shape. Like I'm really sick of my thing is that I hate is I hate I have like my front belly has like this like guy here. Oh my god, he said this on Friday. What? Did you talk about this to me on Friday? Yeah. And I was like, oh god, stop. It's so because it's just skin. I know, yeah, dude. Like. <laughs> I don't like it. Are we having a competition, everybody? Because I look pregnant. <laughs> it's not Let's about comparing. Not. It's, not, but it's not about comparing. I understand why it makes you feel bad, but you don't look bad. I don't think I don't think I look bad at all. 
Okay. I don't. Just I don't feel bad about myself at all. Okay. Just but make it it's sure. It's just a health thing. It's just what I just would. I want to keep going. I feel good about where I'm at. So okay. I don't feel bad. He just wants to be Chris Evans. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> have you seen the Wolverine? <laughs> Are you talking about Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Is, is that what your goal is? No. I mean, yeah. So, uh, but <laughs> I told him that big. Like, <laughs> and that's probably not that big. But yeah, I'd like to be fitter than I am. So I, and I, and I was telling my physical therapist, Josh, I was like, I just, I know that I'm doing pretty good with workouts and running, and I like, I'm happy with where I'm at. But I want to progress. I want to do more, and I know that food is a huge part of it. And it's something that, like, is actually a problem for my brain because I've tried to. I think I'm a smart guy, so I've tried to figure some of this out on my own, as we all have. You know, the, the health stuff filters down through your news feed, and it's low sugar, it's keto, it's I drink this meal replacement shake, it's I take athletic green supplements, it's intermittent fasting, it's 24-hour fasting, it's high protein, it's starchy, no starchy, brown rice. It's, it's I mean, it's literally like organic, non-organic, non-GMO, like it starts to get, it gives me anxiety trying to I'm learn. having a panic attack hearing you list all those things. <laughs> but you see these things, oh, yeah, right? I'm, sure. not ta- I'm not speaking All the great. time, it's a part of our culture. And it's it's a lot. And so I've tried to like say to myself, okay, well, I'm just, you know, I'll incorporate some of this and f- figure it out. And then what happens is, is that I'm me and I get to uh, fast food places and I get the extra large two of them. <laughs> I can just crush something. I can right. just absolutely. You've seen me do it with milkshakes. You've seen me do it with cookies. Like I can just. I, sh- I ha- in another life, I'm a competitive eater. I can destroy it. Someone get some hot dogs in front of this man ASAP. And I feel like I'm literally blindfolded trying to figure this out. <laughs> and so that's why I was telling my PT, and he said, "You need to talk to Kyla." And I said, "Who is that? Who?" And so it was a friend of his, Kyla Chanel who owns a company called Nutritional Revolution. Cool. And he said she's a certified nutritionist. She's got all the certifications, et cetera. But her specification is she works with athletes. So she works with triathletes, Ironmen, NHL players. So clearly your people. Sold. Any Sharks players? Uh, I don't think she can. I actually haven't asked her about that yet. but You'll get there. It's too soon. And so I thought, you know what? Like, this is... This is the time. I've had enough of trying to just guess at this stuff. And then, because what happens is I'll guess at what I think something is healthy. And then I won't really know because I don't really know. I read it in a magazine on my phone. And and then I'll be like, well, you don't really know. Blah, let's just crush this burger. Like, <laughs> you know, that's how my brain process goes. And so I thought, well, maybe this time if, I, if I'm working with someone who really knows, if someone who's got the, the skills in this area, maybe it'll be different. Maybe. I started working with her. It's only been a couple of weeks, and she's phenomenal. She lets me say the F word. It's like we have a great rapport. You're supposed to laugh at that part. Anybody <laughs> can laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> you get to say the F word. Is that uh, what you're supposed to say? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how I get, like, when I get into workout mode, it's like I need to be tested a little bit. I need yeah. to mess. Like, this is not, uh, like, I hate the word wellness because wellness is, like, all about being calm and, like, serene, and that does not motivate me to get right. moving at all. So you got to, like, mess with me a little bit. So not that she's doing that, but she she gets where I'm coming from. So I've started, I'm, about, I'm a couple of days in, and so far so good. I really like it so far. Uh, and my the biggest surprise I've had so far is it's a ton of food. Like, it's a lot of food. Just as an example, for today's breakfast, uh, so she gives you a whole meal plan, and she gives you, like, what to eat, what you, know, what you should generally be trying to eat. Today's breakfast was supposed to be omelet with two full eggs, three whites, meat, and fruit. And, like... That's and an aggressive breakfast. That's, an, that's a ton of protein. Like, yeah. you put in, like, three slices of deli meat on top of basically five eggs. And so I love it so far because I'm not super dizzy, which when I've tried to, like, I've tried to do keto principles or I've tried to do uh, low-sugar principles in the past, and I literally have gotten dizzy. 
One time I was really focused on it and I got down to like, I've mentioned it before, 150 pounds and just like, just gaunt in my neck and my chin and like, it just looked gross and I was dizzy all the time and I didn't like that and I told her I wasn't her even that. 150 pounds when I was born. <laughs> So, Sorry. I'm just kidding. Well, I think, I, a, I think a big mistake that people, it is a common mistake because it's what's fed to us is, well, you just have to cut everything out. Yes. And what you're, you, while you may see quick results in the beginning because you're starving yourself, mm -hmm. yes, you're yes. not getting any thing that you, you still need proteins. You still need food in your body to convert to energy. Yep. You can't just be like, well, I'm going to have an apple for breakfast and then think you're going to make it until noon to eat a small salad. Right. Like you, you need the proteins, you need some carbs, you need like the veggies and the fruits, like you need all those things to nourish your body and you can still get fit with it. Right. And the, so my problem in the past was that I would realize that and they'd be like, great, I need a whole big order of it and I need to eat the whole thing. Right. I'm enjoying a couple days in and I'm liking it. Uh, it's it's good. I don't know if it'll be the one thing that fixes everything, but it is something that I'm trying. Mm, that's awesome. So we'll Keep see. us updated. Yeah, we'll keep you updated. So <laughs> Kyla, Nutritional Revolution. Very cool. I like her and uh, check her out. Awesome. Amber, you're up next. You had Blame It On You as your favorite song. It's in my head all the time, and I'm not sure why. And he also says, I can blame it on the truth, which is another one of his songs. Jason Aldean. Oh, truth. yeah. I don't know if it's a callback. My mind is blown. <laughs> I don't know if it's a callback to that song or not, but what? What, Dan? I think he says you can, I can drink around the truth. Well, right, but he says the truth. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like... I don't know if it's a callback to his song. I gotcha. <laughs> I like that though when artists do that when they like reference, not super like obscene, but like when they reference their other songs. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Like I don't like Britney Spears said. reference "Baby One More Time" in "Stronger." Yes. Nice. It's like when it's a kinda like that. Thomas Redden "What's Your Country" song referred to one of his dad songs. Yeah. That's, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's what Jason Aldean's doing, but I really like that song, and I am going to continue talking about country music. And talk about um, Alan Jackson just released a new album, and he released a new song called like "Country Music Where Have You Gone," and he also released a statement saying, "Country music is gone and it's never coming back." And he talked about how like all the new stuff that's getting played now, all the new stuff that's on the radio, it's not country music. And he's like, I'm not bitter, even though I know. <laughs> he said, even though I know my songs aren't going to get played on the radio, I just think that some of these new artists need to like do a callback to traditional country music. So not only did I talk about it yesterday on the show, Tanner and I both talked about it today on the show. And it's funny how many people called in and totally disagreed with him. I was really surprised. I thought people would be like, yeah, country music nowadays sucks. But... One guy that was, like, relatively young called in and was like, he's just jealous. So, you know, I kind of understand both sides because, I mean, I understand where Alan Jackson is coming from because it's just different. Mm -hmm. It's not, I mean, there's no Alan Jackson on the radio right now. Mm -hmm. No one's doing anything like Chattahoochee. And, but at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> that doesn't get not, you hyped up hearing that first 20 seconds there's not a lot of twang right now i don't think yeah. but I, like at the same time i'm just like uh the things he was saying was you know country music is about heartbreak and love and drinking and i'm like that's literally that's every yeah. song we play right now we we said when we're talking about on the air <laughs> we said well let's look what's coming up on froggy 92.9 next girl carly pierce gone dirks bentley i drive your truck lee bryce <laughs> and it's like you can't it's just, uh, like Amber said, I just think, and I'm like a huge Alan Jackson fan. I love Alan Jackson. But he's just bitter. Well, the thing is, is that music has always evolved. We're also not playing the same stuff on the radio that we did on the 80s. Because you, as much as everyone, you, you hear Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi at a bar, you get a little hyped. <laughs> but you can't put out Living on a Prayer in 2021. Like, that song's not going to Translate. catch in the way that it yeah. did. But if you look at it, if you listen to some of the artists, Tennille Arts has a very 90s 
female voice, very 90s. Uh, Carly Pierce has some throwback sound in hers. I mean, you got Keith Urban. He's still got the fiddle on the songs, you know, the <laughs> yeah. steel guitar. Best like, example, Chris Stapleton. Yeah, same. So Alan Jackson is actually, so Alan Jackson is like a purist and has actually said in interviews, because someone said to them, they're like, well, what about Chris Stapleton? He goes, that's blues. I could see it. Yeah. Right. But like, that's not even country enough for him. Like there's, he has, I, I, I feel like part of what he's basically just saying is like, yeah, there needs to be more country on the air. My country on the air. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, know, like, they're like, name five country songs that you enjoy. He's like, Chattahoochee, Five O'Clock Somewhere. <laughs> Drive. <laughs> when it, the remember when. Dying. It's so funny because when I was originally talking about it, it was during Wine About It, and Tanner was like, this is an instrumental for John Jackson song. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> but I was curious, you know, you guys are pretty much... Uh, said some things but like how do you feel about that statement and it, do you think there's like a good representation of or what could be traditional country on froggy right now like what's an artist maybe not even on froggy but what's a country artist you think is doing a good job of like intertwining that traditional country into their modern day music i mean i would say justin moore is a big one who oh, yeah. is pretty a purist if you will but not in a like bad way because he just his I love I love Justin Moore. I love him to death and he always puts out music that he's got the fun ones, you know, but then all his songs hit those heartbreak, you know, they tug at your emotions. I mean, I remember the first time I heard the ones that didn't make it back home, mm-hmm. I cried. And so I think he's one, obviously Chris Stapleton, Gary Allen just put out a new song that Sounds like it's progressed a little bit more than you would expect from Gary Allen, but it's still more traditional. Kip Moore actually surprised me with his most recent release because it's more up-tempo, but a lot of his stuff that's come out in the last recent years is more, I guess, traditional country-ish, like Mm. by the vibe of it. Not everything about him, but he's he's like he puts out more stuff that's more traditional country than like a Florida Georgia Line or a Dan and Shay. Correct. That's what I'm. That's where I was going with that. I think it's John Party and Alan Alan Jackson is actually anointed. John Party is the only artist who's even close to what he considers country because he sounds a lot like him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's funny because like Tanner said, he's from California, but he just has this like. To get a little time with deep, like twang in his voice, and I'm yeah. just like, but what? <laughs> yeah. I think I think another thing with John Party is that like you look back at like '90s country artists, like you could go to a bar and slam a beer with that dude, and like oh, it yeah. wouldn't be weird. Like if you saw John Party down at the eight ball in Katati, you could totally <laughs> approach that dude and be like, "We're doing shots." <laughs> I don't feel like I could do that with like. Sam Hunt. Right. Like, I'm not saying well, anything... Well, you could. I'm not saying <laughs> he anything... he would get in trouble for it. I'm not saying anything bad about him. I just... He doesn't have necessarily the more approachable, I'm your everyday kind of guy. He's a little more up on, like, the pedestal kind of well, thing. Well, Sam Hunt definitely shouldn't take you home. Well, no. Right. <laughs> but you know what I mean. No, I'm saying that's a DUI joke. Yes, right. I know. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was trying to yeah, say. No, I got <laughs> okay, you guys okay. That's what I've down. been laughing to myself for a good 20 seconds about. I'm so sorry. John Party looks like somebody's brother. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Uh, I would say Eric Church, man. Yeah. 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 I think Eric Church is one of the most genuine country artists in our generation right now. Even though his... his I've listened to some of his like latest album. Very blues inspired. Very, blues, yeah. Very. But like, here's the thing, and here's what I have a problem with Alan Jackson. I think Alan Jackson is less relevant because he kept releasing the same damn sound every album. I was gonna go there, but I didn't shots. know if I should. I'm sorry. I Aaron love shots. Alan Jackson. I know I'm, you love him. I love him. I love him a lot. But every album started <laughs> Do you think sounding he loves him? I really love him. <laughs> Every album started sounding the same, and it got tired, and guess what? It got less radio play. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, another Alan Jackson song. Oh, it sounds exactly the same as all the other ones. And so, like, I think Eric Church is a a phenomenal example of someone that's willing to take risks, try something different, and keep his music relevant and entertaining and new and fresh. 
And that's why, you know, Eric Church, you know, isn't exactly a young fella. He's not in his 20s or 30s like Alan Jackson was slamming. You're but he's still relevant. You're chopped up in that bag over there. <laughs> By Alan Jackson? He's going to put a hit ad on you. <laughs> I don't think Alan will do that. You know, I think Luke Combs tried to excite modern country music with what he oh, was yeah. doing. I mean, I think that, you know, he's got more rock. He's got more heavy stuff to his sound. But I really think that he's trying to do... Like, some traditional stuff, maybe not classic, but definitely, like, 80s and 90s country music yeah. I think he's trying to do in some of his songs. But I'm going to have to agree yeah. with all of you, like, John Party, Eric Church, these are all great examples. But someone someone called in, I think Ray, Will Care Ray, called in and said, he watching me try to fix my hair. Fascinated. Um, and he said that he thinks Luke Bryan is mm. a good example of that. I don't know about that, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say collect like Not his discography as a whole, but every once in a while, right, he puts out a song that's a little more throwback to what a traditional. I think the real um, influence here is that, and I, oh, I didn't read Alan's statement. Did he talk about touring at all? Did you read the statement? Did he talk about touring? I don't think he talked about touring, but I remember Ray also said Dirk Smitley, but I don't know how you guys feel about that. Dirks has is yeah. actually been a huge supporter of bluegrass. He's like all about how can I bring bluegrass mm-hmm. yeah. into this more. I I think that the big change between Alan Jackson in the nineties and twenty twenty is the concert industry quintupled in that time frame. And so when you're at a show, like you want your fans to be hyped. And if you're a nobody, you need songs that are going to get fans hyped to make them new fans yeah and that just lends itself to these more catchy rockin songs kenny chesney figured that out and became the first country artist to start playing well i'll say the first because garth did but in recent memory nfl stadiums frequently right so you know i mean exclusively that's that's where the money is. So they're gonna they're gonna trend toward that sound. Now, is that the best thing for Mother Church of Country Music? Maybe not. But, but you also have to think it in, also helps include other people that wouldn't normally listen to traditional country music into the country music world. Right. Exactly. It'll bring more people in because it's more of a pop sound, exactly. and then they start falling in love with more traditional country music. Exactly. Then that's the whole deal. It's a, they, they call it a, oh, what do they call it in branding? I think they call it an entry point. I'll give you a, a really small example. The NHL, about 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, it was a terrible idea, but still. They created a bunch of superhero cartoon characters for each NHL team, and they were trying to create a cartoon series to try to get kids to mm-hmm. like it, because kids like superhero cartoons, because that's an entry point to the NHL. So they can be like, oh, I like this cartoon show. This cartoon show represents yeah. NHL teams. Oh, I'm going to get into the NHL now. So sometimes it's about like giving, speaking to someone in a way or giving them a product that's sort of like a half of what you usually do to get them enticed into like what you do, what your bread and butter really is. Well, if you look at a lot of the movies that came out for kids, probably when we were younger, you've got Space Jam, Little Giants, The Big Green, Sandlot. All great movies. All great movies. But they introduced a whole group of kids our age into, like, I don't think I was into basketball, but then all of a sudden it's like, well, Michael Jordan. Right. Muggsy Bogues, who I still to this day am in love with. And then, you know, with I I grew up on baseball, so Sandlot's my favorite. But same with, like, The Little Giants that had, you know, Madden's in there, you yeah, know? Right. They're working on a play and like all the I can't remember Emmett Smith is in it. Oh, you uh, got me. I haven't seen it in forever. So, but I think it, Mike, no, not I was going to say who's the coach that's in it? Madden. Ed O'Neill. Oh, well yeah. Rick Moranis? Well, those are just the No, actors. no, no, no. Was it? Oh, okay. No, you're right. You're right. I was thinking it was uh, Mike Ditka, but he's in Kicking oh. and Screaming. Yes. Also awesome. Also awesome. The Big Green is the reason I played soccer. I haven't. Uh, it I, worked. Yeah, I loved that movie. <laughs> I don't have any kind of coordination skill to be able to play that game, but I loved that movie. But I Mighty think you're Ups. right. Like that. Name and if you look at Hoover. people our age who are like super into some of the like like into basketball or into football, like they they started watching that movie. Yeah, we look at Marin Morrison Zed. 
Right. That That's had, a, that helped yeah. get people into country music. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that older, more traditional artists aren't open and appreciative of that, it, it's kind of confusing to me because don't they want more people to listen to country music? You have to have what... Dano, you call those entry points into it. Mm-hmm. Why would you shut that down? Why, why does country music have to be like a cult? Well, because, I mean, I, I understand he's, it's it's very, it comes from a really like being the, the foundations of the concept of country music are tradition and purity and family and it, it's it's a path, it's a hand down, it's a trade. You know, there's so many, Nashville's been doing it for so long. I get that there's a way, if you've been doing something one way and somebody bounces in and starts telling you, no, I want to do Amber and Tanner in the morning differently because I say so, I mean, you'd be pretty upset. I, I don't say, I don't say he's unjustified. He's also probably doing pretty well for himself, so you just take a chill pill. But and- he was also, when he was putting out music at the height of his popularity, he was vastly different than traditional country music. Exactly. So he's already done it, so like, look in the mirror. That's what I'm saying. Garth, same thing. Garth was not country when he came out. Right. People dogged him for not being country. And then all of a sudden, you know, now when you look, like, there's like this three ten-year windows, like... There's the 10-year window of, like, when it was considered good, and then there was the period where it's considered not country, and then we have today, and then when you look back 10 years, that 10 years didn't like the 10 years before it, and I don't know. You can it's, just... it's strange, because there's always that debate, is it actually country? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that gets repeated over and over. I mean, it's Shania, same thing. It's a new debate every 10 years. And so it's just... Every music and every art form has growing pains at some point or another. Yeah, there's always going to be critics. It's a great topic. Thanks. We talked about it on the show, like I said, and uh, I was curious to what you two thought. We could have probably done a whole, like, two-hour podcast on this. (laughs) We'll spare you. (laughs) We'll wrap up. Thank you so much for checking out the show today, and if you want to leave us a review in the Apple Podcast app, I will read it on the next podcast. Also tell a friend. That's what keeps the show going. And thank you so much for checking it out. We really appreciate your time. Apologies to Alan Jackson, who will <laughs> surely never be playing Country Summer now. We'll see you next week. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already. And stay up to date with the team on Instagram or Facebook. Follow at Froggy 929. Inside Froggy 92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.